Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. I'm Susanna Leartawa in for Wallace Chapman today. Before we get into our program, just to let you know, firefighters are responding to a vegetation fire in the Port Hills near Christchurch. Fens was alerted to the fire at 2.15 today, so an hour and a half ago roughly. Four appliances, two helicopters are tackling the blaze. More trucks are on the way. Now the public is urged to stay away from the area so the crews can work and importantly so they can get through. And we've received a number of texts from our listeners mentioning Cashmere Road and Worsley's Road uh, where traffic is moving slowly and becoming quite backed up there. Fens is also urging people to not fly your drones in the area. It's always tempting. You want to have a look. Please don't do that. It impacts on the helicopters and their ability to help control the fire. Also, we have reports of power outages across Christchurch. According to Orion, outages are in Aranui, Avondale, Avonside, Bromley, Burwood, City, Ferrymead, Kirwi, Linwood, Orpower, Phillipstown, Richmond, Rolleston, South New Brighton, South Shore, St Albans, Travis, Wainoni, Weltham, West Haven and Wollston. A total of 38,495 customers are affected. That could include you. So just wanting to let you know that we are across this information as quickly as it comes to us and we will be including it in the panel as best we're able to. And of course it'll be picked up in our bulletin at 4, our headlines at 4.30 and at 5 o'clock and obviously since it's unfolding throughout the night. Well... Other than that, and of course that's something that's unfolding and quite big and who knows the scale of it. We've had gatherings around the Motu to mark Cyclone Gabrielle, how people have come together to support each other in the days, the weeks, the months since the cyclone pommeled parts of the North and South Islands with its full force. Every day new stories come to light of unsung heroes, bravery, generosity, resilience and... Patience. Things will never be back to normal. We'll check in with RNZ News reporter Lauren Crimp, who's in Hawke's Bay, uh, just after four o'clock. The Three Waters program's been repealed under urgency. Parliament sat late last night and this morning to overturn the Water Services Act's repeal bill. Now the government will set up an advisory board to work on the new legislation to allow councils to form their own groupings and council-controlled organisations. We'll talk with Manawatu's mayor about it. The influenza A virus has killed six people in the past two weeks at a rest home in Fitianga. What do we know about influenza A? Professor Michael Baker will join us to explain more. Calls to ban greyhound racing are echoing around the country in the wake of two more dogs dying during race days in Christchurch. Christopher Luxon promised greyhound racing would be banned if National became government. Where's that up to? Now that he's the Prime Minister, we'll check in with the Greyhound Protection League. Topol's hole-in-one has a $10,000 prize. And it's been won twice in the past month, so is it too easy? Well, we'll talk with the organisers about the game. It's been running since the 90s and also recently had a, I don't know, I'm calling it a 21st century pneumatic boost. We'll find out more. What do your pets eat? Dry and wet food? Dry or wet food? Are you all about fresh meat cuts for your carnivores? We'll talk about one of the world's pet food research centres. They have resident cats and dogs that they are. I guess try their menus out on, so we'll find out more about that around 
Uh, looking forward to your texts, and thank you if you're in the Christchurch area and have updates for us. We will include those. 2101 emails the panel, all one word, at rnz.co.nz. With me on the panel today, that was quite a long intro. Thank you for sitting here patiently with me in Auckland. Alexia Russell, producer of the Detail Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Kia ora. Thank you, kia ora. And Andrew Clay, still heavily immersed. I love that description that you have given of yourself, Andrew. Thank you. And coaching football at club and school and still doing stand-up. Still doing stand-up. And trying to write a funny show. I'm trying to write a funny show. Uh, I want to write a show about the 70s and 80s, growing up in the 70s and 80s. How funny was that? It was pretty funny. I mean, if you were a sort of minority, maybe not, but if you're a middle-class, middle-aged white boy, it was great. Oh. You know, I'm not so much for other people, but, you know, I think there's some funny stuff in there. Good on you. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll leave that there, but I'm sure you'll let it sort of <laughs> seep out as the, as the show come... continues. No, I, I, I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens. Alexia and I will decide how funny you are. You might have you are, some ideas for me. Go, I remember that from the 70s and 80s. Well, let's or start with Valentine's Day. <laughs> since, it, since it is officially Valentine's Day today, do you celebrate? Do you despair? Do you even care? For some people, the abundance of couples-focused marketing can get in the way of a good day before it's even begun. We wanted to get some tips on coping with all the hype and even the loneliness, if that's what's coming up. Dr Kirsty Ross is a clinical psychologist at Massey University. Kia ora, Kirsty. Kia ora, thanks for having me. Great to have you on the programme this afternoon. Now, what are some of the ways you have been hearing about people celebrating Valentine's Day in 2024? Is it a thing still? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I've seen such a, a growth of different ways that people are celebrating Valentine's Day, which is, is really cool to see. Um, in terms of, um, I've seen cards for Galentine's Days, I've seen posts on social media about, um, you know, kind of, I guess, loosely self-love and, you know, making sure that you really pamper yourself on this day, as well as, I guess, our more traditional um, couples uh, themes as well. I've even seen some things about, um, you know, celebrating, um, you know, your fur baby on this day. Um, so it's, it's really grown in terms of what people are doing on this day. What's your advice as a clinical psychologist for people who are triggered by this day, that it doesn't necessarily bring the warm fuzzies? Yeah, yeah, and, and that can be or for the a flowers, or the chocolates. reasons. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, breakups or, or being, you know, alone. And, and you mentioned loneliness before. And yeah. if we think of loneliness as um, really feeling as though you lack connections with people who know you and accept you and that you're sort of not seen by others. Um, for many people, those um, experiences of being seen and known and accepted and understood by others are what create intimacy and that's often developed within a relationship. But those things can be found in other um, forms of relationships like friendships, like um, relationships with family members. And so if we sort of take a broad idea of Valentine's Day being a day where you acknowledge and you appreciate people who you feel a strong connection with and you have a loving relationship with, then those needs can be met and you can um, actually really enjoy the day with a variety of different people. Alexia? What are your thoughts? I think I fell into your third category of really I don't care. <laughs> uh, interesting, like you said, uh, about you know relationships with your family um, because of what I've been thinking about has definitely put that into sharp relief for me. So 
And yeah, but I don't know, maybe I the romance gene passed me by, certainly passed my husband by. <laughs> oh no, Lexi, come on. <laughs> Andrew, I don't are you think I, I don't think we've touched on the other uh, course of uh, cause of stress on this day, and that is the stress that any run of the mill Kiwi bloke feels uh, when this day <laughs> uh, is on the horizon. Because you know, and don't fall for that trap, guys that are listening. When she says, "Oh, I don't believe in Valentine's Day," don't don't fall for that trap. Do not fall <laughs> for that trap. Because I tell you something, you you if you if you do, you're da- you're like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. All right, oh, we won't do anything. I don't believe in it. Sure, babe, no problem. Yeah, you'll be living that down for the next year or so. The stress, and then you make the bar for yourself. You do something last year that was amazing, and then you 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 toast because you got to top it every year. I don't think you understand the stress that blokes are under on this day. And then the other thing is the old tradition is you're supposed to give a gift anonymously. Say you're not in a relationship but you fancy someone, you're supposed to give a gift anonymously. That's the old tradition. Well, please, what a waste of money that is. If I shout $12.50 on a flower from the garage and a, and a postcard, I want her to know who it's from and maybe even <laughs> what I would like in return. But that's another story altogether. Okay. Kirsty, is Andrew alone? <laughs> no, no. I, I don't be. think he's alone at all. <laughs> Um, and I, I think if you if you are in a relationship, I mean, um, if, if neither of you care, then it's not a problem. But I absolutely understand what he's saying. If, if there's a feeling of it's a trap. does this person care, and 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 that's where really good communication comes in. And, and I certainly, I know you know there's there's a cost of living crisis going on at the moment, and money's really tight for people. And certainly there are some things that you know the price is going to go up around Valentine's Day, like flowers, for example. Um, and so some people I know um, actually elect to do a, a, a day where they, I guess the purpose of Valentine's Day to show love for, you, for someone that you care about, that they shift the day and do it on a, on a different day so that they feel as though it's not so much around the commercial aspect of Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. but the intention of it. Actually, they, they decide, they pick a day on the, another day on the calendar and do it on that day. I tell you, buying her a Big Mac combo will not cut it. You learn that the hard way. <laughs> Andrew, I think, yes. Well, it doesn't hopefully. have to be dramatic, no. though, does it? I mean, my husband will text me and say, how, how long before you're home? And he'll work out where, from where the bus is exactly when to have my gin and tonic ready for. Oh, you see, there you go. Oh, that's gold. Aww. Yeah, we've just mm. had a texter. Pete has just texted, and it's time we got back to the original idea of Valentine's Day. Anonymous cards or flowers sent declaring love. So much more intriguing Fine and line fun. between romantic and stalking, though, isn't it? Fine line when you do that one. Another one you don't know until it's too late. Mm, maybe on your own with that too, Andrew. But yeah, point well made. Point well like made. I'm out, I feel just, like I'm outnumbered in the studio. <laughs> you might be, but that's a shame. Kirsty, just to finish though, you've also been reflecting on today being February the 14th and what that means mm. for many of us um, mm. in light of Cyclone Gabrielle. And I wanted just to give yeah. you that as your closing remarks. Yeah, and I, I think you know if we take that broad idea of loneliness and feeling um, not necessarily seen or that your life isn't well understood by other people, I'm very aware that a year on from some really significant um, weather events that there may be some people who feel as though what's happening for them still is not um, visible anymore. And I've, I've certainly appreciated the media coverage over the last couple of days really highlighting what's happening for people now and continues to happen. And I think, you know, if we just take these days as opportunities to reach out to people and just check in and say, how are you doing? 
I care about you, you know, and and let's let's have a chat. Um, the days like today actually become really useful and and not necessarily sources of stress and ways to just you know check in and let people know that they're still in our thoughts. And I'm very much thinking of of people on the east coast today. Um, and I hope that they know that the community and the nation still um, is thinking of them as well. Thank you. Thank you very much, Kirsty. It's Dr Kirsty Ross there, clinical psychologist at Massey University. Definitely time for I've been thinking. I know I've cut it very fine between now and the pips. Uh, Alexia Russell, over to you, please. Yeah, well, I've been thinking lately, not about love, but <laughs> about my son who um, t- got an optometrist appointment because he sort of started seeing blind spots. And um, as soon as um, he went, his optometrist hit the panic button. And that afternoon, he was over at the Green Lane Clinical Centre um, getting um, sorted out. He had a detached retina. Um I would like to thank the staff of Greenland Clinical Centre for, um, as my son says, every staff member from top to bottom was fantastic. And he said, I'm convinced this was the most painless this could have been in more ways than one. What an amazing country we have when the afternoon that someone goes into, you know, the the optometrist and, and complains that he's feeling a bit dodge. Yeah. You know, he, he had seen about five different doctors that day and on Monday he had surgery. So that's less than a week afterwards. Um, all free. And that's sort of being sheeted home to me more now because we have a, an American producer on the detail. And, of course, you know, she's comparing that to what you'd go through in America. And I know our health service gets a lot of kicks, but boy, oh boy, what a fantastic experience with these health professionals. Absolutely wonderful people, every one of them. Yep. Fantastic. It's only, it's only news if it goes bad, isn't it, when it goes well, which is most of the time. Mm. I think it's understated. I think it's great. No time for mine, but it's all right. I got my rant out earlier about you what did, I was thinking but we about. can circle back. But clearly you've that. been thinking about why <laughs> men get such a hard time well, for Valentine's most, Day. Most Kiwi guys have got the romance of a brick. That's why. Oh. Well, I wouldn't agree with that either, but as a Kiwi guy, clearly you know. (laughs) News is next. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.